Yo, this is Locksmith right now. You rocking with Phil and Vod on Tissue and the Tape, home of the real MCs, the heat holders, y'all. This is what we doing, Locksmith, all day. All right, so let me, I've been working on a lot. All right, so let me think. Um, there's never been a box big enough to fit me. There's never been a gap in between what I felt was my dream and the bug that bit me. If a slug should hit me and I don't wake, I'm going to wake up at my own wake. I'm going to make no, I'm going to make no mans. I'm going to take on all of the fake folks who only would pray for his end. I was at the end of a long list, running along this path, I had to bite my tongue. I'm going to take blood from the bite and use it to write songs as opposed to dwelling on what's done. Dumbass rap nigga, what did you assume would happen? Less time to record than you do with captions. Less talk with my mouth than I do with actions. And please don't expect compassion. Y'all was in the dark with the lights on, worshiping icons. I contemplate and inhale the culture. Too scared to rap a lot, I smell fear. In niggas' careers like Gail and Oprah. Shoulders, step on the neck of legacies, expel the frail, each bar is brevity. Exhale and hell, how's that for levity? And there is no scale to measure me. You ain't gotta ever acknowledge or try to leverage or polish any part of my ego. Leap for any product, I'm a product of my surroundings. Look how it grounds me. Keep selling me leaks. This should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Like we always do about this time. Catching shit off the radio. Put the tissue in the in Tissue on the, the, the top. <laughs> tissue on the tape. They don't know about that. Respect People keep asking if I'm back, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. Philmatic, Davis backwards, Gandhi, Hip Hop 365. You know the time is the tissue and the tape. Adjust my tally and twine and design the great metaphors at a rate like cosplay. Don't need conventions to display my conviction upon day. MCs are rhythm and bit them peace like Gandhi. Four seat at the table getting milk, Solange eight. No hunger strikes or kicks in tight spaces. Just sick lyrics to elevate and physically separates us. You can debate us, but get your weight up. We'll wait and meditate since we are great with patience. What's the diagnosis? We are great with patience and pop is contagious worldwide, but you're racist. Back with Davis, filled, there's no basis. Cause tissue in the tape makes America the greatest. From beatboxing on slave ships, till we six feet in a box in a grave dip, we raise this culture. culture. Born to debone these vultures, picking the brains of the youth, mumbling that insults us. I post up with the rap radar that gets me vexed when he uplifts trash like Charles S. That's complex. Wait, I can read between the lines, it's not hate to suggest they don't need to rhyme. We just take it back, or rather, choose to rewind when heat holders in the back of the twines and defenses the bond. Diggy, Jax Beasley, near the sun, it's the faculty first. Uh. Yo, yo, man, uh, we did it again, Vibe. Uh, this is Tissue in the Tape. I am Philmatic365. I'm here with my brother, Davis Backwards. And, um, Typically, man, uh, it's been a, it's been a while since we had uh, an MC on with us. We 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 call ourselves the home of the MC, but it's been a while since we had one on. Tonight, vibe, we got one. That's right. We 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 got we got one of the ones. We you know we we often talk about the alien list, and we talk about them dudes that that we we we're pretty sure are not of this earth. And tonight we got one. Um, so, um, I'm not even gonna hold y'all when you talk about skill. When you talk about an MC's MC, when you talk about uh, our favorite rappers are better than your favorite rappers, we're talking about the gentleman we got with us tonight. So, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Richmond, California, I present to you the locksmith. 
Yo, yo, what's up, man? Appreciate that intro, fellas. Of course. Yes. Out. Man, appreciate you having appreciate you being on with us, man. No doubt. Yes. It's all love, man. Yeah, we're gonna get right into it, man. We got a lot of uh different things we want to uh discuss with you, and I'm gonna let Phil start it off, man. Phil, what we got. Let's go. Well, you already know, man, we, we, we are of the mindset that MCing is a, a superhero ability. It is a, it is a superhero ability. So with that being said, we often, we ask all our guests, uh, when did you get bit with that radioactive spider? Like what got you into hip hop and got in when you, when you transformed into becoming an MC? Um, well, I would say early on, I had, um, my older sister, she was a rapper. Um, so I had an older sister who, um, she, you know, I used to see her when I was just like in grade school, like writing on the pen and pad, like she, and she was dope. Like, you know, she, she toured overseas. She did show, uh, oh, nice. She started off as like a dancer. Um, and she was like opening up for like Tupac and digital underground and that kind of stuff. And then as she got into her, you know, she started getting into rap. So I saw her rapping, doing con winning um talent contests. You know, this is all stuff when I was a kid. My mom, we, you know, we would go support my sister and she was winning contests and she was going overseas and going on tour in Europe. And um, you know, I was just like, oh, okay. And I saw her like that was my first time I saw somebody like write raps, you know. And then as I got a little bit older, like in high school, um, in high school, I discovered Nas. You know what I mean? Okay. And I, heard, and I heard Nas's first album. And that was the first time. I mean, I listened to hip hop before that, obviously. My sister, my brother, like my sister was more into like West Coast hip hop. And my brother, my older brother was more into like East Coast. So he would listen to like EPMD, Boogie Down okay. Productions. Um, and when I heard that, that was when I first was like, yo, this is a real, this is an art form. You know what I mean? Like, this is something mm -hmm. interesting. And then I want to say when I was in high school, when I heard Nas is when I was just like, yo, what is this? That was the first time, like, I actually wanted to rap. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, and then that's what got me just like, that's when I started, like, freestyle. I would say that's probably the first time I ever freestyled when I heard Nas. And I was just like, and me and my boy, you know, we, you know, we in high school or like, we would like have like the little sleepovers after our hoop games. And we would just be like in the room, just like rapping back and forth. Like, you know, like rapping and like Nas or rapping on top of like Nas songs from that ill man. So that was like my first time, like actually wanting to rap. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Nas did, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I got my name Phil Matic because of uh, Nas and Phil Matic. Uh, my cousin yeah. gave me that. So, so yeah, man, it's, uh, for for my money, um, and we'll get into that later. But, but I think I think it's the 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 go to hip hop albums personally. But uh, we'll get into what you think about that um, later on when we when we got a thing we do. But yeah, man. Um, so you said your sister, what was her rap name? Uh, MC Spice. MC Spice. Okay. <laughs> Straight nineties. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh man. Hey, man. Hey, man. That that's that's the uh, the era we come from. So I mean, you yeah. had you had to, had to get it how you live. But that's dope having somebody like right in, the, in your own household that, as the inspiration. Most people say it was an artist and everything, but like having having a sibling, that's that's uh, probably one of the first ones that we that we had where where the sibling was the MC and you know and you look and then having and having it being your older sister, that's even dope, man. Somebody yeah. that has younger sisters 
and and Vi has an older sister and a younger sister, and you definitely know that the influence that uh having uh the, the ladies around have on you, mm-hmm. you know, as you grow up. For sure. So, so that's dope, man. So so Nas got you. Like, like after your sister, then Nas kind of brought you into it. So when, what was your, what was your, uh, your first rap name? Was it always Locksmith? Yeah, it was always Locksmith. So I started rapping. Um, my best friend, um, he he would him and another one of our friends, um, they were like rapping or they were like write, you know, because I want to say so I didn't actually start rapping till um after high school. So I had moved out on my own for like a hot second when I was in college and my best friend. So what year are we talking about? Shit, we talking about, uh, shit, I can't remember. It was late nineties though. Okay. Okay. It was late nineties. So I'm like, um, I'm a, so me and my boy, he, he he started, um, he was rapping or writing raps. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm writing raps. We're about to go over our friend's house and rap. And I was like, what? And he was like, man, you know, you should try it. And I was like, ah, he's like, dude, he's like, just give it a try. So I started kind of rapping and it was terrible, but he was still encouraging. He was like, yo, man, that's not that, that's not, that's pretty good. You know, he's like, why don't you come with us? So I went with him um, to our friend's house in San Francisco, who uh, another guy, well, he wasn't our friend yet. I didn't know him, but I went to his house in San Francisco and he had like a little microphone and a setup and, um, they were recording raps and it was like, well, why don't you give it a shot? And it was terrible. You know, my first couple of raps, we were just in the closet. We had the microphone connected to like the tape recorder or whatever. <laughs> I, I forget whatever. That's we how had. you get it in, man. Yeah. We were just like passing it around. There was no, like, you could, you only had one take. There was no, like, you know what I mean? Everybody just, it was just basically like live. Like, are right, you passing it? In? You know, and that's how we kind of did it for like a while. And we would go over there once we would go over there once a week, like on the weekends, on Saturday or Sunday, we would go over there once a week and we would record a song or record a verse. And that's how I got into rap. Like I would go over there um, and, um, you know, we would like write a rap or I would try to write a rap that week before. And um, and they were just, they were way advanced ahead of me. You know what I mean? Like they knew how to rap, they knew how to like write. And um, And one of the biggest things that happened too it's like when we were going over there, those little studio sessions, they would write, you know, they had like, like my best friend, he had like incredible handwriting. Like his raps look so much better and mine's just look so shitty. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. my handwriting yeah. oh. was horrible. Oh, we so know. <laughs> that's when I, um, so we, and they were very fast. Like they were much more advanced than me. So we would go to the studio, we were here beat and they would just start rapping and they would be done rapping. I'm like, damn, I, you know, I was very slow. So what I started doing is my bet the guy that we um my friend that we were recording at, he lived right across the street from the mall. So we would go over there, we would like my friend, the the homie who had the studio in his house, he would make the beat. And then he would make the beat and we would go get something to eat at the mall. So what I started doing is I started writing in my head. So I would start coming up with raps while we were at the mall. So while we're like eating and they're like, you know, hollering at chicks, I'm thinking of lines. I'm developing. I didn't even know that I was developing that skill um, of writing in my head. So by the time we got back, I would just end up writing down all the raps that I would. Um, I would end up writing down the raps that I had in my head. So I would like have like eight bars. If we walked around the mall for like okay. you know an hour, I would have eight bars already memorized, and I would go back and write it down. So I would get like a jump. You know what I mean? So that's how I started like getting better. And then eventually, after doing that a few times, I completely abandoned. Um, 
pen and paper. And I just started being able to do it in my head. And to this day, I haven't wrote a rap down. You know what I mean? Wow. Ever then. So I developed that skill. <laughs> one day, so what I would always do, I would write it in my head. Oh, I would write it in my head and then I would put it down in pad and paper, but I hated the way um, I rapped. I hated like holding a piece of paper while I was recording in the microphone. I just felt like it was, it was too robotic. So one day um, when we went to an actual studio, a real studio, not my homie's house, I forgot my, my paper. And I was like, well, fuck, I don't want to go all the way back home. We paid for the studio time. So I just like, I, I, I got it memorized. I don't actually need the paper. Like I never really look at it anyway. So then ever since then, I just never used the paper. So, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> like, like <laughs> when people, when people say they don't write, and, and there's a lot of people that don't write, yeah. they, they're not doing the type of MCing that you're doing though. It, it's, uh, for, for no disrespect to a lot of those guys, it's, it's more simplistic than the kind of, intricate rhymes and the alliterations and all of that, that, that you're doing yeah. when it's so everything that's all just in here in the, in the brain. I never, I mean, since then, I mean, that was like what late nineties, 99 or something, 2000. I've never written a rap down. Like everything has been in my head, you know what I mean? Because, and it started, well, back then, like I said, we were in a group. So I only had to like think of one verse. It wasn't like I had to have a whole song. You know, right. so it yeah, started yeah. off as just one verse, and I would just come up with that sixteen bars. You know, it don't take that long to just write sixteen bars in a week. You know what I mean? So I would just like memorize sixteen bars in a weekend or a week, and then by the time it got to Saturday, I was ready to go. Um, and then over time, you know, I started being able to do more, and then I started being able to do two verses and three verses, and then you know what I mean. Then it's just like now that's just what I've become so accustomed to that it's not even a um. It's not even a thing. Wow. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Um, yeah, we, we yeah. wouldn't have we wouldn't have guessed that. And I don't think our listeners, when they actually listen to this, they'll they'll they would have guessed that either. Uh this base again, like Phil said, the the intricacies and just the way that um, you know, you're you're delving into certain things and then also just the 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 skill that comes with it that that it takes to do that on a on a high level, that's that's commendable. Um, Thanks, yeah. man. I mean, to, yeah, I mean, for me, it was just never, it's just about, it's about a feeling because, and then a lot of people always ask me, well, like, what about it? What if you forget something? Well, I, the way I developed the skill was like, if I forgot it, then it wasn't that dope. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the way I would do like, you know, back when I, you know, I used to work like little serving jobs and stuff. And while I would be working, I would be thinking of like raps, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I would be like, Oh, I gotta write it down. But then I was just like, well, if it's dope, if it's a dope line, I'm not gonna forget it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. then that's how I kind of just like let myself relax and be like, all right, if I forget it, then I just gotta come up with something else. But if it's dope, I'm not gonna forget it. You know what I mean? But now, you know, we have technology. I can like we have voice recorders in my phone, you know, because right. now I'm recording yeah. so many verses. Um, like if I'm doing features for people, I don't really have time to like take a whole week or a whole, you know what I mean, you know, yeah. few days to memorize. So it's just like I'm just Basically, it doesn't take me very long to write, but it does take me like a couple of days to memorize. So usually when I'm working on my yeah. own songs, um, you, know, I, you know, I usually would like, it may take me like, depending on the complexity or like the flow of it, you know, it takes me like a couple of days to memorize the actual verse. Um, gotcha. But when I'm working on other stuff, um, I use a voice recorder. That way it's just like, all right, 
I, you know what I mean? I ain't got to like try to remember this shit. I can just be like, you know, I just come up with the rhymes yeah. and that's just like my pack. You know what I mean? But when I'm recording it, I'm not, I just don't like reading from something, a phone or a piece of paper. I just, that just seems foreign to me. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, you, you mentioned uh, hooping. It's kind of like, uh, like plays, like especially like basketball, like just knowing yeah. where to be on the court and like knowing yeah. that. Yeah, like it's you, just a spot. You just you yeah. know you know when you you get into that rhythm. You know yeah. you just as a, it just becomes like or even like with hooping, not even plays, just like certain fundamentals and techniques that you learn. You're not thinking like, oh, I'm about to drop step. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm about to crossover. Right. <laughs> Do it. And then it becomes a part of your routine. Like bam, 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 bam. Pull up. You know what right. I mean? So that's how it is. Yeah. And like you, muscle, you were, muscle memory, right? You were getting repetitions, like even when, like you said, it may have been like a little bit of a janky setup, but like you were getting repetitions in the closet with your friends. Bro, we like did that. that for we did that for years. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. rap was not even a, um all throughout when I was in college. That's what we did every weekend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we went mm -hmm. over there every weekend for like years. That's what we did. You know what yeah. I mean? So that was like practice, practice, practice. And then every like few months. Like I didn't notice it, but my boys were like, "Yo, dude, you get better." Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it was. It, when I think about it, it was happening kind of quickly, but it was like there was jumps. And I remember very distinctly the time when it was just like I felt like, "Yo, I think I just really just wrote a verse." You know what I mean? Like I feel like I really just like like I was just rapping and trying to put words together. But there was one distinct time where they looked at me like, "Whoa, like what the fuck was that? Like how did mm -hmm. you? Know, where, where did that come from?" And I was just like, "What?" And it was like, dude, you just, you got better. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, so, you know, it just clicks. That's an awesome so, feeling. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we, we, I mean, that was fucking happy. <laughs> yeah. So, so when did you know, though? Like, when did you like, all right, yo, I'm, I'm nice. Like, like, cause it's one thing to, to, to rap. It's one thing to write a verse. But when you know, like, yo, I, I'm, I'm that dude with, with the pen or in your case, I'm that, I'm that dude with my mind. Well, you know, I never, I still to this day don't really think I'm the dude like that, but I can do remember, I mean, I didn't really notice until, well, when we would play songs or we would have like little rap sessions with other people and other people would be like, they would react to my shit like, ooh, like, whoa. And I learned, oh, this is what gets people's reactions. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, ciphering and doing stuff like that and just like you know rapping with other cats and or when we play our songs go to the barbershop and everybody would like ooh, like at every four bars of my lines and that's how i kind of learned how to like write you know because at that time you just want to rap to impress people you know what i'm saying yeah. so that was my whole goal like i just want to be a dope rapper i want people to go crazy when they hear my verse so when i started learning what made people react i learned how to do like punch lines or i, I don't really consider myself a punchline guy but I learned how to just incorporate them into up. what you do. Yeah, I knew it just certain way you say things and certain things you do. I, you know, I learned how to um, make what I, I didn't know how to flow very well. I think I was still working on my flow. That was something that, but but I noticed that when people heard certain things, they would react like, oh, oh. And then I just, over time, I just learned that people just reacted to shit. That's, I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'm good at this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we we always are excited to talk to people, uh, of course, from because I'm um, originally from Virginia. Phil's originally from Philly, but uh -huh. uh, so we we grew up on a certain um, you know East Coast vibe as far as like the school of MCN that we that we know and love. But 
we met and we kind of um, formed our friendship based off of, he mentioned Razkaz, like that, that's what really bonded us in college. Uh, the mm-hmm. fact that, that Raz was like my favorite MC and um, same True. thing with Phil. And it just wasn't yeah. something that was common. Like everybody liked the bigs, the commons, the, you know, fill in the blanks, but you know, to have somebody like that. So for, for West coast rap and for people that are from, especially California and then um, more specifically the Bay area, um, mm-hmm. we always like to talk to people because we hear about, um, you know, we had, uh, like Phil had, um, Cosmic Kev, you know, I had the Buddha brother, mm. but we always hear about, um, 106.1 and like the influence that it had on people that, that weren't yeah. even from the Bay area, but just period. So like, we yeah, like to talk about Cam- mm-hmm. Yeah. So like talk to yeah, the wake up like, show. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, so like, shout out, to, shout out to, to Sway you, and Tech. Not yes. to cut you off. Yeah. Not to cut you off, but the first time I got a reaction from somebody other than, like, just you know, the homies around the way is when we, um, you know, we we all listen to the Wake Up Show. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, when then once I started rapping, it was just like, yo, every fucking night. I think it was a Friday night or every Friday mm-hmm. night. Or, you know, it's like, yo, ten o'clock or whenever. Like we listen to the Wake Up Show. I'm recording it because that's when I'm going to hear like the the new OC or the new. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Whatever. whatever. Um, the new cannabis, all this kind of stuff. So, and then, and by that time, the Wake Up Show had moved had moved to LA, but they still did one show a month in the Bay. So, okay. but you know, obviously they broadcast. And it was it. syndicated, yeah, because right. that's, 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 that's how we got it. Right. Exactly, and it was syndicated. So we heard um, my boy called up to the Wake Up Show. It was like, yo, um, we Frontline, because that was the name of our group. And it was like, yo, Frontline, we want to come up there and blah, 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 blah. So it was like, all right, come up there. So the first day I got up there, um, we went up there, and it's crazy to think about that. It was um, all these MCs up there. We, now it's like, yo, that would never happen at a radio station. Now. Right. I mean, it's later, it's like 30, 40 MCs all just like lined <laughs> up. And um, somehow, you know, we had no clout, no nothing, but somehow we were able to get into the actual room where they were recording. And basically, like, they let, they let everybody just rap. And the dope you are, they would let you stay longer. So it was like, um, it was Planet Asia, um, Rasco, all these guys. And we knew who Planet Asia was at the point because he was like, yeah. dude, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That's like, one of our guys too. Yeah. That's what he's, yeah. he's been yeah. on with yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. I, know PA. I know PA. Um, and he, he was up there and you know, that's when he had, you know, they were just like really bubbling. They were like the kings of like, what we aspired to be in the underground at that point. Cali like, Agents. Oh, Cali Agents. Ras, you know, Roscoe and um and uh in Planet Asia. So they were up there freestyling. So somehow I just got like shoved up to the mic. You know what I'm saying? I had never <laughs> rapped on the radio or never rapped in front of anybody before. And I just went up there and just started spitting. And everybody was like, whoa, you know what I mean? It was just like a huge reaction. Like everybody reacted and they just kept me going. And then I ended up getting into a battle. Some I had never been in a battle before, nothing like that. Um, they threw some guys up there and we just started like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I actually know it's a lot. I did have like um some kind of battle before. I, you know, it's so many years ago, so I get confused on what what happened before what. But I had never been in a situation like that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You got sway and tech. Right. There. <laughs> yeah, that's different. No, that, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was like the first time when people. I was just like, oh, okay, damn. Like you know, they they everybody is paying attention to me. I had no clout, and that's when everybody was like, yo, that shit was fire, and it kind of sparked everybody else. And but that was that was a dope night, man. Yeah, no, that's memorable. And like, like, like you're saying, like, yeah, they had such a huge influence on us just because like, 
yeah like they they still represented for the west coast but they also like you said they represented for the underground too and Mm -hmm. they they just respected mcs at a level that we just still to this day like huge no i mean that's how that's how i built the relationship with sway to this day you know what i'm saying that's dope to this day i mean that's what i'm saying me and sway we go back to 99 or something you know what i'm saying yeah. like way awesome. way back. yeah and it's, it's dope to see uh to see his transition too just from that to what he's doing now absolutely you know um so yeah so he he's definitely one of our heroes so um anytime we see you connect with him um we, we definitely want to get into uh one of your last oh. moments with him. we're gonna talk about that but um we, we're still still on the origin story just a little bit so yeah, like of course yeah yeah um, man we got time whatever y'all want to talk about man so so yeah so like um uh with that so just progressing and stuff like uh i know it was it was different times i mean my, my career is very bad so there's a lot right. <laughs> exactly that's what i'm saying so like you've been through a few different eras which is like i've been oh. through hell of different era battle yeah. rapping like all kind of shit so yeah. it's like i you know i don't, i mean i mean even getting to this point where we had i skipped over hell of shit but whatever y'all would <laughs> yeah no nah, phil phil you got it yeah man uh to quote my man sway these cats don't sound like regular Bay dudes. That's that's what he that's that's I remember him talking about in an interview. Yeah, uh, that he did with you, like um, like the last maybe the last time he was on there, one of the more recent times you were on there. But that's mm-hmm. what he said about that first time that yeah. you got like when he first heard you. But yeah, so like talk to me. All right, so so frontline now were you, were you guys like actively like seeking a deal? Were you just rapping as friends yeah. or? So, so Frontline, um, like I said, when we first started rapping in San Francisco at our homie's house, it was three of us. Um, Locksmith, Left, and another dude named Hot Lips, <laughs> which is a funny name, I know. <laughs> so left, Locks, left, Locksmith, and Hot Lips. So that was the group. Um, the other dude, Hot Lips, um, ended up kind of just like falling out of the group and moved away and was doing some other stuff. But me and Left, we were going hard. At that time, Left was producing. And... To really get, so we were making songs as frontline, making demo tapes. You know, we, we, you know, at this time, it's the early 2000s or late 90s. So we're trying to, we're making demos. We're driving down okay. to LA, trying to go to labels. So, uh, we submitted our shit. Oh, so this is a good way to segue into shit. So we obviously were avid readers of the source. You know what I'm saying? Source magazine. Course. They have Same unsigned, here. they have unsigned hype. Yep. So our whole goal was to get on unsigned hype. If we get to unsigned hype, we can get signed. We'd be like Biggie and Mob Deep and you know what I mean? Whatever. So we send our little demo into unsigned hype. We don't hear nothing back. We're calling, we're calling because you know they used to have a phone number in the back of the source. You could call them. So we finally get through. I talked to the dude unsigned hype. He's like, yo, oh he's like, man, you guys from Cali, we like your stuff. But this month, unfortunately, this white kid from Detroit is gonna win. And we're like, what? Oh, fuck that, he ain't better than us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah so this had to be like 99. But he just signed with Dr. Dre, he's about to come out. And then it was Eminem, you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, we're like, so, um, but they were like, yo, unsigned hype, we're coming to the Bay Area on this day, at this address, make sure you come. So we're like, oh, okay, well, we'll just take our, our new stuff there. And then, you know what I mean? Maybe we can win unsigned hype that way. So. On the day, it was like 10 a.m. in the morning on a Saturday. We had to go to the mall. It was like at like Southland Mall. We go to Southland Mall, and it was like, yeah, you just sign up here. And we was like, well, here's our demo. And it's like, what do you mean demo? Like, no, nah, you got to sign up. We're like, what do you mean sign up? It's like, nah, this is a battle. We're like, what? 
So we just we just signed up anyway. I mind you, I had never battled before. I never been in a situation or never that like never been in that kind of situation before. Like mind you, I've only been rapping like two years but now. You know what I'm saying? Or like a year. Is that the one yeah, like they did with MTV? Is that so? Is I'm, that, that I'm about to. I'm about to. Okay. This is before that. So this is the okay. source battle. Okay. This is the source okay. battle. So Source Magazine has this is like, yo, you got to sign up, do this battle. Um, we sign up. I never battled before. So the first round, you know, like it's like a hundred kids or two hundred, however many people sign up. So you get thirty seconds to just rap over whatever beat they pick. You know what I mean? Um, it's not a battle. It's just like this is like the audition stage, right? Um, I never done nothing like that before. Like at this time, the guys that I'm, I'm in the group with, they're like, they're, like I said, they're more advanced than me. You know what I'm saying? Like they had been rapping a little bit, but I get on the mic and people just automatically react to my shit. They're like, oh, that's oh, oh. like, okay, locksmith, you advance to the battle round. I'm like, okay. I'm like, what the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? This is all at this time. This is all off the dome. You know what I'm saying? This is before. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But at this time, I've already developed writing so I can like memorize four bars. You know what I'm saying? So they're like, all right, Locksmith, you're battling such and such. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, all right, I'm talking about his shoes. I'm going to talk about his hair. You know what I mean? It's just like, you got to do it fast. Yeah. So I beat everybody. I get all the way to the fucking championship round, to the last round, like just me and this other dude. And I don't win. But um, the, so whoever wins gets to go to New York and do the big source battle and be the ch king of the country. So I lost that one. But everybody's like, yo, you should have won. You're the best. You know what I mean? Blah, 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 blah. And I meet a lot of people. And I start developing a name in the Bay Area as a rapper. You know what I mean? Um, and that kind of like sparked like, yo, that's Locksmith, Locksmith. You know what I mean? So I would go places other MCs would kind of like no, You know what I mean? Who I was. And that kind of okay. um, brought notoriety. And then, like I said, we're still doing demos. We're still making songs. We even get a song. Oh, so we're doing demos. And then the radio station um, 106 Cameo, by this time Sway has already left. He's moved to New York. Um, sorry about that. Oh, yeah, you I was getting caught. So anyway, um, Sway had moved to New York. And um, and uh, so Cameo was having these battles and they were like, yo, so my friend's like, man, you got to go up there on the radio and freestyle. So I'm listening to freestyle. I was like, man, I'm a, I could kill these cats. You know what I'm saying? By this time, it's been, it's been a couple years. So I'm a little bit more developed. You know what I'm saying? I know how to, um, by this time, dudes are writing about battle bars. So I'm like, okay, I got my, I'm going to get my bars together. And I just went up there and smoked everybody. Uh, and then that took me to the MTV battle. So whoever won that, the winner of that, they would fly out to New York to do the MTV battle. And then that's when I got to the MTV battle. Gotcha. Just got kind of thrusted into that. And and by that and by that time, um, when I'm winning every week on the radio, they're playing our songs on the radio too, because that's what you when you win every week, they would play one of your songs. And I'm developing a um a relationship with the radio station. And um the radio station is playing our songs and we go and then I go to MTV and I don't win the battle, but once again I get all the way to the end. And it's on national TV, and I come home, and I'm like a celebrity. Like everybody's like, "Oh, that's Locksmith." And the new bass. Like, yeah, everybody exactly. Everybody's reaching out to us. E40, San Quentin, like you know, all the cats that we like looked up to or we thought was super dope. Um, that we had, you know, grew up on was like, "Yo, you know, you know." So now we we are like a Bay Area. Um, people know who I am in the Bay. So then we hook up with EA Ski, who's a producer, and we make a song for sure called called what is it and it just blows up on the radio and we're all over the radio so this is like completely different than like the battling shit because now we have an actual commercial song that's on the radio and we're getting we're getting commercial spins and plays 
and we're just like all over the radio and we're like i mean we're making money now we're actually like making money we're doing shows we've been paid thousands of dollars we're performing at clubs we don't have a deal this is all independent we put out our first album completely independent we press it up take it to the record stores drop it off all that kind of shit and um and yeah that's how that's kind of how like frontline developed the name and locksmith developed the name here in the bay area well, that, that was like a lot of our introduction to you when you talk about the infamous uh, MTV yeah. uh, situation. Like that's, I, I, re I remember watching that on a Saturday, like lot, like watching that and being like, yo, this is this is crazy. Because again, like we we were familiar with battle, battle culture, but it was just starting to really hit the mainstream as something that people like to see. Um, and it was right around the time of like eight mile, like, and all that, like, you know, yeah. people were becoming more familiar with it and like seeing that scene, but it was something that the heads knew about, um, obviously a lot more. So like with that introduction, it definitely puts you on the radar and it's interesting to hear it from that standpoint that, I mean, no, on that shit, I, yeah. re I distinctly remember when I was doing those battles because they had like the, the MTV battle, the one that everybody saw that was like the championship round, but there were other battles leading up to that during the week. You know what I mean? So we were battling yeah. all week and some of those battles weren't televised. Only like the dope battles got televised. And um, like the judges were Kanye West, Just Blaze. I remember Just Blaze mm -hmm. coming to me like, yo, Lot, I just listened to your song. You know what I'm saying? He had like an MP3 player. Those, remember those like fat MP3 player things? Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, he was like, listen to this. I was like, oh shit. And I was like, damn, Just, just Blaze had a Zoom. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it was like one of those fucking MP3 player things. And, um, you know, I met Fat Joe. You know, you just, I mean, this is my first time in New York. I'm meeting The locksmith! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. People don't know. It's like, I met Fat Joe way back then. You know what I mean? Um, so that was like my first time, like, definitely kind of being, like, shown the industry to a certain degree, you know? Yeah. Nah, that was so, 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 so you come back home to the Bay. You're the man in those streets. Where where does Frontline go from there? Because um, I think this is kind of where I start picking up uh, the, yeah. the locksmith story a little bit. Like, I remember yeah. Frontline. I remember uh, being affiliated with EA Ski yeah. and, and his label mm -hmm. and and everything. Is is that where uh, where the record business starts to come into uh, effect? Exactly. That's where the record business goes. Industry rule number 4,080. Yep. So we were independent. We came home. We did this song with EA Ski. The shit blows up. It's all over the radio. We're getting like 40, 50 spins a week um, on commercial radio in the Bay and Seattle and Arizona. Sandy, you know what I mean? Like up and down the West Coast. Um, we put out an independent album. It charts. And this, I'm talking about independent, no distribution. Like literally, we pressed it up ourselves. I drove it to the record stores yeah. in my fucking truck. Um, and that we sold like four or five thousand like the first week so we're on billboard you know what i mean we're oh, like nice. so that's when we start getting calls from um from violet brown you know what i'm saying and people who don't know violet brown is she was one of the um she worked for the record record labels distribution company warehouse warehouse she was the yep. buyer and she was like what is this frontline record who is this because our number was on the back of the cd at the time <laughs> <laughs> that's how <laughs> So the person at the um, record store, I guess, gave her my number and she calls and then, then we, and then she, and by this time we're working with Ski, so we don't know nothing. So Ski was like, oh, I'll talk to her. So then that ended up getting us a deal with 
Brico district Brico slash oh, excuse me penalty slash Warner Brothers. Yep. So we signed a deal with penalty slash Warner Brothers um, to redistribute our album nationwide, but we had to put a couple new songs on, and we hit another we had another commercial hit, another song that was banging on the radio with our new project, and then fucking Rico folded. You know what I'm saying? Our penalty mm. records folded, and they just and our shit just like what happened? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, so we had so they were supposed to like they was like look if you give us another radio song you get it popping in the bay we'll we'll put the money and marketing to promote it to make it nationwide. But so we got a song once again it's even bigger than the last one. You know what I mean? We're performing at Summer Jam. We're opening up for like Snoop and Game and. Petey Pablo and all that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? These are straight up commercial records. It has nothing to do with like Locksmith the Battle Rapper. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the fans that I the fans that I have from like the front line had no idea of anything of the wake up show shit. You know what I'm saying? Um so anyway, penalty folds and we're just we have nothing now. Again. So we're like kind of backwards, like, what do we do? And that's the whole time when the hyphy movement is like popping off. Yeah. So record labels are looking for the Bay Area. So we put out another, we make another independent record. And that was the last Frontline record. And that was completely produced by EA Ski. And we went and shopped it for deals. Is um, that the Left and Lock one? The, the left, left and Lock. lock. Yep. Okay. Um, and we took that to New York. We had meetings. And there was some interest. But that was like when the game was starting to transition. That mm -hmm. was like 2007. Like when the internet started, you know what I mean? It was just like, well, what, are yeah. your, what are your numbers and this and that? We're like, what, huh? You know what I mean? So at that time, Frontline, um, my partner at the time left, uh, who, who's a professor now, he has a PhD, he was in school. So he's furthering his education, he has a family. Uh, I'm just kind of like, damn, what the fuck am I gonna do? So what did I do? I just started battling again. You know what I mean? Because that was I was like, all right, well, battling is coming up on the internet. That's when the YouTube smack and all that yeah. kind of shit. I was like, all right, well, let me get back into battling. That's how I can build my name. I, I don't I don't need a record deal for that. So then that's when I started battling again, doing like the grind time shit and the shit on the internet. Man, <laughs> like it's, it's funny, it's extensive, man. <laughs> but, it's, but like Phil said, it's funny, it's funny how the record business, the the record industry, just gets in the way of of so much greatness yeah like <laughs> you had to go through so much just to get to the point where you were like at a point where you could kind of control your destiny again you know you had to yeah. you know uh, so that's really interesting to hear from that perspective um i guess so so where we are with that like you you make your way through you know the the, the battle era and then now of course we we start to see projects from you um you know yeah. starting with with that like talk to us about that like how you made that transition to like finally getting back to you know like getting in the studio so after the frontline shit when i was doing the battling well the battling was a strategic thing one um like i said i had battled before but then when i was doing the battle when i saw like what smack was doing i was like oh this is different this is all written this um it's acapella there's no beat because you know before that battling was always yeah. on beats and shit so yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, I can do different stuff now. I don't have to like stick to the beat, you know? And I was just really intrigued by that. I was like, I want to do that. I was like, all right, well, I was like, I got to, how do I establish my name on this internet era? You know what I mean? Now that we have this internet, everybody's looking on YouTube. I was like, so that's when I used the battle. And I was like, all right, let me go back to battle. Go back to battling. Um, I developed a name through that. You know, I battled uh, 
daylight disaster all these guys you know we're all coming up together those about those battles are all in world star people are knowing me for that um and then at that time um oh so i guess i'm still recording songs with ea ski but you know you just kind of grow out of that situation i kind of wanted to do other stuff and then that's when i noticed ski beats which is in new york and I know Ski Beats, like doing stuff for like Currency and Jay Electronica and Joel Ortiz. And I saw all this stuff on like uh, on the internet and on MTV Jams. I was like, that would be so dope. So then um, EA Ski actually knew somebody who knew Ski Beats and he showed them one of my videos and Ski Beats was like, yo, if you come to New York, I'll work with you. And that's all he had to say. I was just like, fuck it, I'm going to New York. I flew out to New York. Um, I stayed at my boy's crib and I literally, I was just so hungry and so ready to go. Like me and Ski basically recorded like five songs, like in that first night of us working together. The first night, and it, I will never forget, it was a blizzard. And the first night I got there, we recorded a song. Um, and, uh, oh, did we lose your boy? Uh, we yeah, recorded. Okay. So anyway, I recorded a song. It was a blizzard. And we went out, we recorded a song. He's like, let's go shoot out, let's go shoot a video. We went out in the blizzard and we started shooting the video right in the blizzard. So that was locked. And that shit was on MTV. It was on MTV jams the next week. And everybody's like, oh, so that kind of like, so Ski was like, yo, let's finish this whole project. It looked crazy cold that night too. (laughs) Yo, it looked freezing that night. (laughs) It was freezing, bro. And it, um, but it was so dope. Like that atmosphere was so incredible. It was so fun, man. Like with Ski, because it was just like hip hop. And then he told Dame, he's like, I'm gonna tell Dame, I know he's gonna want to work. Dame came down, was like, let's do a whole project. Um, so I did a project with Dame Dash, um, you know, through Dame Dash's label, produced right. entirely by Ski Beats, and it was called Embedded. Embedded. Yeah. Yeah, that and see, I was telling like when we were in the live, I was telling you that was the one that was like, yo. I remember this dude. I think that's the same dude. And then, like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay, yeah, that's. It. But I was like, this, what he's doing now, this is crazy. Like that song, Lock. I remember telling Vi, um, I was like, yo, I, I was sending, I sent them embedded, and then we interviewed Ski, and you know, Ski got a long, crazy history. You know, oh. starting back, you know, even before Original Flavor. So, but when we got to you. I was like, yo, you have to tell me how this happened. And he, and he was, he, yo, he had nothing but great things to say about you, man, on the, on the interview. And he was just like, yo, this is one of the, the easiest dudes to work with. And, you know, he basically said from his perspective, like, you know, I was like, yo, I, I seen him rapping. I was like, yo, we got, I got, come out the, come out to New York. I mean, oh. joint. He was like, yo, shoot a video. Hey, just like that. And like, yeah. The thing like that was just like kind of matter of fact. Like, and did old as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that was um. I mean, that was that was such a great time, man. That was so fun. Um, like we just we was just we just worked, man. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? It just happened so organic. Like I was just super uh, hungry. We recorded that whole project in like two sessions, two or three sessions. Like you know what I'm saying? For the most part, we just like. We just knocked it out super fast. And um, that's what kind of like gave me a taste of like the independent, the independent game. Like, oh, right. this is, and just put stuff out and put it on the internet and get people talking. So once that opened the door and you could shoot videos like that, I was like, okay, that's all I need to see. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. Yeah. And then yeah. while I was out there, I was actually working. So I would be working with Ski in our sessions. And then his engineer, my man, Matt, we were like, yo, Locke, I got a studio in Jersey. You want to come over there? So I would go over there, start recording with him. So I'm just like constantly working. And you know what I mean? It just opened up a door. That's when I started. And then I reconnected with Sway again. Um, uh, you know what I mean? I'm just reconnecting with all these industry people or connecting with people in New York. And it was just like, it just opened my eyes to be like, okay. I, and, and I never moved out there, but I was out there so much. Like I basically was like living out there. You know what I mean? Staying at my boy's crib. Wow. Yeah, like like you said, like it, it opened your eyes to uh, the way that you could do the record business, you, you know, in, in your manner and the way that you like to do it. And I know, like you said, like that whole Blue Rock, that um, uh, DD172 or whatever he had, like that whole- Dame had, Dude, Dame had something special. Yeah, to this he did. Day. I, just, I just feel like Dame fucked that up, but that's another yeah. story. <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, yeah, to be honest, yeah, like he might yeah. not say it, but no, nah, that, that's a common, you know, thing we think about like, I mean, he had the black keys, for God's sake. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> let me explain something to you. I was, in, I was there. I slept in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I slept in that, that DD-172. That when I went to work with Ski, I would stay there like four or five days in a row, sleep in the studio, and then I would go, like, every day I would go to the gym across the street and take a shower. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, you know, and I saw everything that was going on. Like every major player in the game came to that place. It was like, they just wanted to work with Dane. They, like, you know, it was so popping. I was like, yo, this dude Dane is really about to create another Rockefeller or bigger. Like, this is going to be incredible. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. yeah like, like just, the karate school. Like, like right. you, you do a uh, karate school joint. Like, 24 hour karate then, school, yeah. Yeah. Then you, you did it with Mac Miller, I think, early. Like, yep. When, um. Yeah, it was uh easy. So yeah, I'm mean, so much stuff going on at that time. Like, is this phone breaking up? I can't. Hear right, I was about to say he's breaking. Yeah, yeah he's breaking up yeah, a little I, bit. I just told him that. Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's, it's starting to rain down here. Or something. <laughs> hold on. Yeah, that rain. <laughs> Wi-Fi. Um. But yeah. Um. Yeah, that it was just that was just dope, man. Like I did the song with Mag Miller. I mean, I'm I'm in the studio with Currency, um, Cameron, Vado, um, just I mean, everybody came through there, bro. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even remember. Like, so many people came through there. It was just like a dope, it was just a dope energy. And then one time I just came back to the studio. We were supposed to work and have a session, and it was just condemned. It was just shut down. I called him. I'm like, no. Why is the building shut down? He's like, oh, I'll explain it later. Just come to just come to the crib. I'm in Brooklyn. I went to Brooklyn, and then it was just. I was just like, what? You know what I mean? Oh man. Oh, that's so crazy. so so. That's like you just showed up for work, and that job being closed. Like it was just closed, bro. It was just like shut down. Yeah. So, oh, so you, so you use, so you use that again, like the repetitions to kind of really get into a rhythm. And that's, that's when, um, we started to see you, I guess when you kind of, we could say you kind of went back West and then you started the solo projects that are like of the last Yeah, well, I mean, years. I still, I, I, I'm, I still spent quite a, a bit of time in New York cause I was working with producers and engineers okay. and videographers out there. But yeah, that's when I kind of like learned like, oh, okay. 
I can maneuver like this. So I would, you know, I, I may go over, stay over there, record some stuff, come back home, record some stuff. But yeah. then that's when I kind of learned how to put out mixtapes and projects on my own, you know? Right, right. Got it. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean that's, that's where we get the, you know, Fleming Street, um, you know, and like from, from that era, after, after that Blue Rock era, and then it's like, yo, yeah. again, like we were talking about that. Yeah, like how, I am locked and all of that. Yeah, like it just, Labyrinth. It, it was like a nice rhythm. You know, we, we really saw the momentum coming and, and then like it, it, a lot of people that we introduced the music to were just like, oh wait, like, yo, that's the same dude from MTV. And that was, yeah. you know, by then that was 10 years had passed. Yeah. Yeah, but that that impression was so like indelible. Like people still remember that. And then again, once they hear the bars and they hear the music, yeah. Then, yeah, that definitely changed some things. So all right, so we talked about embedded. You know, obviously, um, you know, from from Green Box on, um, coming up to, I mean, one You've of been our rolling man. Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> like one of our favorite pro like lofty goals. Like when we talked about the top projects of last decade. Like you mm -hmm. had, you had like, you had like three. Thank but, you, man. Yeah, wow. yeah, a thousand like, cuts. Thousand, like, yeah, like lofty goals really like for that year. Like we, we had you up there with Odyssey's The Good Fight. Thank lofty, you. Lofty goals and um, Kendrick. Like those were like our top three for that year. And uh, no, nah, man, I mean, it. thank you. For thank you. <laughs> yeah, like it yeah, was man, absolutely. That, that, album, that album, I will say this, like now that it's, you know, it's been some time now. It's been almost five years now yeah. since that came out. Um, and I look back and I'm like, damn, why do people always go back to that album? You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like, yeah. it, it was, I felt like that album was the biggest jump, like, in my independent career. Like, that was the biggest jump that I saw from, like, one project to the next. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, oh, damn, like, damn, you know what I mean? And when I listened to the songs, you know, I listened to them and I'm like, damn, like, I think... I just think when I look back at it, I was just in such a free space. Like, I don't know, like, I, I, I don't know. I was just in a good, like I had just broke up. That was like when I just broke up with my girlfriend that I had lived with. We were living together for like um, almost four years and not to say she was bad because she, she wasn't, she was a very good influence, but I don't know. I just feel kind of free. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, no, no, uh, no doubt. Yeah. I had like a weight that was lifted and I was just like, you know what I mean? And I had toured. That was my first time, like in 2014, I think I went to Europe. So my mind had just kind of expanded. And I was just kind I of seeing some different, different things. Yeah. So my mind, you know what I mean? So that's why when you hear the first song, my girl left the same day I had to leave on <laughs> yeah. tour. You know what I mean? I was just like, I, that's when I first learned how to write whatever is going on in my moment at that time. Right. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. I was just like, what do you write about? I was like, well, you just write about what the fuck is going on, like whatever, you know what I mean? And that's when I first like, all right, there's never really a problem with making songs because I'm just kind of documenting what's happening right now. And I guess, so that song is, that album is completely just- It resonates. Yeah, it resonates yeah. with people. Um, yeah, yeah. People, people yeah, really resonates. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I had the song Boxes where I'm talking about breaking up with my girl, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all that, all that stuff just really happened like a month or two before I wrote it, you know what I mean? Everything. And I think it would have such an interpersonal connection with a lot of people. They, cause a lot, so many people go through those same things. And it was like, yo, the way, the way that you explain stuff made it like, okay, it's not just me. Even though people know everybody goes through situations to hear it in, in the, in the music that you're listening to, it just gives you like a, a, a almost like a calming sense that, you know, it's not just me. I'm not crazy. 
these mm-hmm. things happen to everybody, even, you know, even my yeah. favorite rappers. You know what I mean? And, and, and you know what else I think, too? When I think about that project, I was in a space where I kind of, something clicked in my mind where I was like, I want my song. I, I'm not going to say I dumbed it down, but I definitely made an effort to focus less on trying to rap and more so trying to write songs. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that was the, I mean, I was doing it a little bit before, but that was like the first project, like from beginning to end, I was just like, I'm not trying to just rap. I want to say something. I'm trying to write songs. I'm trying to write these choruses in a way where they express what I'm really trying to go through. You know what I'm saying? And you have those moments, um, you know, you know, in your life where you just like, you have an awakening or a new thing. And I'm just like, you know what? Absolutely. Well, I saw a little bit on the last project, how people that resonated with people, I want more of that. How do I make songs? I, I don't want to just show I can rap. I want to show, I want to connect with people. And I, and I definitely tried And I didn't, I didn't want to like rap to the point where people lose the message, you know what I mean? Or lose the, the you know, the context of the song. Yeah. Cause I, I think you did a, a, you do an excellent job of, rapping giving them information it's not preachy um which you know which uh tune a lot of listeners out it, it yeah. used, it's still locked it's still the bars but it's it's the bars you know it's the it's the medicine and the candy at the at the same time you know so to speak yeah, yeah and, it, and it's still it's still like authoritative too like you still feel like you're listening to someone that like you you should probably take their advice like if they've put this much time into trying to figure out how to deliver this message, you should probably pay attention to it. That's how I felt with it. Yeah. You feel it. You you feel <laughs> it when you when you when you say it like it it, it feels real. Like, yeah. like Thank you, man. yeah man like like the the emotion behind the bars is there. Like it's it's nothing like robotic or you know forced. It it feels a hundred percent authentic. Like you can tell when somebody's like telling you a story and then telling you they like. Yeah. Facts. I mean, yeah. and you know what? That's the kind of music I like. As I've grown in this shit, that's the type of music that resonates with me. So that's the kind of music like I feel I gotta make. Even if I'm just on some rap shit, or you know what I mean? Like it's gonna. I have to come from a. I gotta talk about some real shit. Like I just. That's what I'm saying. I can't just like rap for rap's sake, really. Like I gotta like slide some kind of not. It ain't gotta be like educational, but it gotta just be like some real shit like this is what's happening yeah. to niggas on the streets or this is like if i this is if i'm talking about something this is really what i'm doing or how i really view shit you know what i mean like yeah whatever it is you know it's got to come from that sincere place because i feel like that's how that's what gets me going you know and it, as it, it, should, it as makes, it should. yeah and it makes it you know like it doesn't it makes it like timeless in a sense like like you can you can relate to different eras like i said like we go back to this and this is from like you said almost five years ago and it yeah. still, yeah, it still has that staying power with it. Which um, is a hundred internet years. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so as, so, all right. So we, we, we saw what happened with, with lofty goals. We're like, okay, like, you know, he's finally on the radar. Like, like I said, like we're, we're introducing like this to people. Like we're making sure people are aware of you. And you, like I said, people had that idea, but now people are knowing. And then now we're going into like lock sessions. We're going into Olive Branch. Like we're, we're starting to see like, okay, like this wasn't just like a blip. Like this is like, we see your career like progressing. Mm-hmm. This is this, this is where I knew you wasn't from of this earth. 
<laughs> like when you start get when you start getting around the olive branch era, yeah, because like, yeah, because it's it's one thing to do it a couple of times, but when it becomes the 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 status quo, like right. when you yeah. when you, when you start to get to like the level like where where we start to expect it, like then then that's where you you start to get into those those uh that that et territory. So yeah. it's, it's it's interesting because uh, as we go into like the the latter projects, um. Apollo had a hell of a run from 2014 to basically now. Like, if you look at the again, the, the MCs that he produced to the decade, fighting the projects that he put together. So, when we when we got wind of the fact that you guys are working together exclusively, and we look at it like, yo, this is basically like a group. Like, when, when you guys come together like that, this is basically like almost like a new group has been, you know, bestowed upon us. Like, yeah. Um, Talk about how you guys connected and just how you got a chance to, to really lock in with him. Yeah, so um, after, uh, so yeah, after I did Lofty Goals, somebody from um, Mellow Music, uh, which is the label that Apollo, the, you know, that he's on that we put our project out through, they had connected, they had contacted me, I want to say in like 2016 or something, and um, or like maybe at the end of 2016, and they were like, yo, um, would you be interested in working with Apollo Brown, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, shit, oh, hell yeah. yeah you know, absolutely. You know, obviously, Apollo's incredible with what he does. He's well-respected. And I was like, yeah. Um, and then and then they were at, and then I guess the, it wasn't the time, the timing wasn't just right because I was getting ready to put out Olive Branch. And he was yeah. getting ready to put out whatever he was putting out. So it just wasn't the timing. You know, we just... I don't know. We just didn't really talk about it. No, I had never talked to Apollo at that point, but I was talking with, uh, you know, the label guy. Um, so then time passed. I put out Olive Branch and then I started working on um, my next project, Ali. And um, so I was basically almost done with that. Oh, no, I was working on that. And I reached out to Apollo like, yo, can I get a beat? I just reached out to him on Instagram like, you know what? Let me hit up Apollo, and you know I, I I feel like I need one of those type of beats, and he's like, yeah, bro, I got you. He's like, but matter of fact, man, why don't we work on a project together? I was like, well, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like, all right, man. And so then um we we was just like, you know, this is just through DM, and then I think we got on the phone, and he was like, so then he was like, all right, well look, if he said um I got some other stuff coming, but basically for the rest of this year I don't really have nothing. Would you be able to? I want to get it done by this time. So we didn't have that much time. He's like, basically, I want to drop it in June. So that means we got to have everything turned in by April. And I was like, shit, that's like a month away. Like, I, mm. he was like, he was just like, I'm, so I was like, look, you just send me the beats. I'll come up with the raps and the songs here. And then he was just like, but you got to record it in Detroit. I was like, it's all good. Just send it. So he sent me like, he would send me like three or four beats at a time. I would pick the beats I wanted. Um, and... Matter of fact, it was less time than that. It was like three weeks. You know what I mean? It was like super short. So, cause we had like a whole month to like record and he had to mix it too. So it was like three months time. Yeah. So he sent me the beats. I probably like wrote to him like, you know, or or I came up with at least a rough idea. You know what I mean? Of what mm -hmm. I was gonna do. And then he was like, all right, we're gonna come up to Detroit. I stayed in Detroit for like three or four days. And then we just recorded it um, all out there in Detroit. Like he would play the beat. Like some of them I didn't have. And he would just like, I would record a verse and then I would go out in the car, sit in his car, and then I would be writing the next verse like in the car in my head and I would come and record it, you know what I mean? We just kind of do it. And then I would write, the, I would go back to the hotel and come up with the choruses, you know, the night before, the night after. And we just, we did it in a matter of three or four days. And um, wow. 
just, <laughs> yeah, we just, um, we just, we just, you know, we just moved. You know what I mean? We just moved like that. And then he mixed it. I think he mixed it the next week. Got everything mixed in. Boom! That was that's that. fast. You know, yeah, like it, it, it just boom. <laughs> no question. Yeah. That was it. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, but I really, you know, I really, my only. I'm not gonna say it was a regret, but I, I wish we would have just had more time to even make some more songs, to shoot some videos. You know what I mean? Like we kind of like did it as like a a filler which was great like not not a filler but like a feeling to feel one each other out and i feel like if we would have like had a video to advice to my younger self or some other song oh, that could have been crazy no question something like that i feel like it would have just the project you know we didn't even get the chance to because i was oh i had already had a tour booked so okay. i was about to go on tour so that's that was another thing where we had to get it done because i was going out on tour in may or like the end of april so we had to get it done, so we didn't even get to like shoot any videos or do any promotion for the project, like together, like go up to radio stations, you know what I mean, or nothing. Um, but people really liked it, and I just, you know, hopefully, um, oh yeah, we'll get, get some more stuff together. Yeah, man, uh, that that definitely, um, that definitely was one of the standouts for for the for the year for for 2018. And the the best part about we talked to Apollo, we had him on the show, and he was like. Uh, similar thing he said, Joe, we're under, you know, time constraints. But he said, yo, first thing he said, that's the smartest dude I know. He was <laughs> yeah, like, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy for him to say that. He was like, he was like the, just the, the way that he comes up with rhymes and the way he puts stuff together. So, I mean, like, that when, when, when super talented people, you know, hold you in such high esteem, like, you're talking about ski beats, you're talking about who's a legend. You're talking about Apollo Brown, who I told you for for my money, who was he was the best hip hop producer of the last decade. I'll put I'll put that on anything. Um yeah, and I, you can't, it's hard to argue it, you know. Um and they they have such a reverence for you. How how does it feel to have like the the basically the architects of of the music being like your your number one fans? I mean, well, I mean, it's amazing, man. Like when I, like I said, when I first started doing this, I did not see this as a career. I just saw this as something that, um, that I loved to do. Um, I just loved going to my friend's house on the weekend, coming up with those raps. Like that was the best feeling in the world to me. Um, and I, I, I remember I, I just wanted to be like, I, I just wanted to be dope. I just wanted people to be like, yo, I just wanted to be like as good as Nas, you know what I'm saying? Like I just like, yo, I, I want to be like that, you know. That's rich. That was literally my mind frame. And then when I heard, you know what I mean? And then Jay Z, I was like, yo, Jay Z, this is so fucking incredible. Or Eminem, I was like, yo, how is he? There were certain times in the game where certain rappers came, like Nas changed the world for me. Uh, cannabis Facts. for a brief, for a brief moment, cannabis changed my world. You know what I'm saying? Eminem Facts. changed my world. When I heard Eminem, I was like, what the fuck, like. How, you know what I mean? Like, what are we supposed to do now? When I heard Jay-Z, like, make the blueprint, I was like, yo, this is the best album ever. Like, what, what am I going to do? You know what I mean? Um, even Kendrick, when Kendrick came out with Section 80, I was like, yo, this is what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like, it was just Drake. I was just like, yo, this is fucking dope. You know, it was like certain times in the game where shit just, like, shakes the foundation as far as, like, hip-hop heads, hip-hop dudes, for me at least. And I was just Absolutely. like, you know, so then to, to have people like, you know, like the um, 
people acknowledge me like Ski Beats, who I, you know, who was incredible. Even people like Sway and Tech, you know, one day, I remember um, when I was doing those battles of freestyling up on the radio and King Tech was like, yo, Locke, what you just did, that was like, that was like some Nas shit. And now, I, bro, I, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> for him to say that, for somebody that I listen to every night and to be, um, you know, listen to those waiting for the new Nas freestyle, the new Razzcast freestyle, hearing that wake up show with Nas and Razzcast and all these people want it. And for King mm. Tech to say, yo, Locke, that was on some Nas, Razzcast. He said something like that. And I was just like, and I looked at my boy and I was just like, did you hear that? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm, like he's saying, he's validating me. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a hip hop historian, and for Sway to be like, yo, Locke, I'm watching you. What you're doing is incredible. You know what I mean? It just like that. And then people like Fat Joe and all these people to be like, yo, like, yo, you're one of the best. I'll, it's just like, all right all right, I'm doing something right. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. just, yeah, man, it's, 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 it's the hip hop fan in me, it makes me feel good at night. You know what I mean? Yeah. The fact that Joe was losing his shit when y'all was on uh, on with Sway, uh, when you was freestyling, <laughs> he's like, it's the Lost <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That was so... That was so dope to see because you, you it's so hard, you know, rappers, they, everybody got egos and everybody got their own, you yeah. know, their own thing going on. So to see somebody that's as established and, you know, submitted as Joe, just really fan out for somebody that he think is dope. That was, that was, that was cool to see. Cause yeah. a, a lot of, a lot of rappers are too cool for school and, you know, they can't, they, they know when they hear dope lyrics, but if, if they, even if they don't say it. So the fact that he was just like, yeah, and now, Joe's not that kind of guy. Yeah, Joe will like give it up. Like he's always like, "Yo, this dude is dope." Or, I mean, he's just, I mean, he discovered Big Pun. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he, he, you know, he rocked with Big L. He rocked with all these, you know, incredible people. Oh, see, him, like yeah. I mean, I'm gonna tell you, like, I've hung out with Joe on a few occasions, and he's always been like that. And that was my first time, like, being. In, I mean, I rap with him, but. We, I was in the studio, um, a heat maker studio in New York. Cause I, you know, I've done you know a lot of work with arsonists and um, Fred the Godson and those dudes. And we were all just in the studio. Every time I'm in New York, I tap in with arsonists. Like, yo, I'm in town. You know what I mean? I'm come through the studio. Sometimes we cook something. Sometimes we just, he's just playing beats. Sometimes we just talk, you know what I mean? Like I, I love arsonists. He's one of the best, yep. super talented dude. And he's humble and he's just like, such a good guy. And um, so we sitting in the studio. Uh, I come over there and Fat Joe's, Fat Joe's in the booth when I come in the studio. And um, and I think I was recording something for Arce. He was like, oh man, sorry, Fat Joe came. I was like, it's all good, I'm chilling. You know what I mean? That's Fat Joe. And he comes out, he's like, yo, <laughs> this nigga right here, yo, I don't think y'all understand. Like, niggas is nice, but he was just like showing me love. I was just like, you know what I mean? I thought, you know, I'm just like, Joe is just talking shit, you know, because he's a talker. I'm like, he's just talking. But then to see him when in front of Sway, when camera's on, for him to be like, yo, this nigga locksmith, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, Bubba, just, it just, I was like, man, just super appreciative. Um, you know what I mean? And, and Dre from Cool and Dre, just like super yeah. cool. Yeah. Yo, and, you, and shit like that matters, man, because, yeah, yeah. because like, like people care with, with, you know, whether it's right or wrong, people care with, with uh, their, their favorite MCs have to say when it comes to other rappers. So the fact that that Joe is co-signing you, 
you gain, whether you realize it or not, you gain so many new fans. Because there's, there's yeah. people that we know that, that love Joe. That was like, yeah. yo, you heard of this dude, Loxa? I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been trying to tell you for, for 10 years about Loxa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, crazy. So... But it goes to yeah, show so, you how much, how much of a, you know, a little bit of a cosign of standing next to people, it can go a long way. And Joe don't got to do that for it. So for him to show that love, it's, it's genuine. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's dope. That's dope. Like, just talk to us about that verse, though. Like, that was, that was like the, <laughs> Come on, man. Like, the, I, I know you said, like, that was just, like, like, in your mind somewhere. But, like, like you, you went up there with the intentions of burning that studio down like that? Yeah, well, Sway, um, Sway had asked me earlier in the year, because I hadn't been on Sway in, in some years, like, like you know, four, four or five years, I hadn't been up there, and I had put out projects, and um, he was just like, "Yo, man, when are you gonna, when are you gonna come by, uh, come by, uh, you know, check in with us again?" I was just like, "Man, I'm coming up there," because usually I only come when I have a new project, right? Um, and when I had the project. I just wasn't able to, you know, we weren't able to do it. And um, I had been on tour all last year. Like last year was a weird year for me because I did two back-to-back -back long tours. You know, I did like over 150 shows last year, you know? Ooh. And, um, and Sway was like, when are you going to come? And I was like, man, I got to get this tour over with. You know what I mean? Like I literally did like 50 shows with MERS. And then I came home for like two Shout weeks out to MERS. Yeah, and then I did like another 60, 60 shows with Chris Webby, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, and then when I got home, I was just like, I couldn't do nothing. I was so tired. And I was just like, yo, I'm putting the blinds down. And then I was just like, I gotta do sway. I gotta do sway. I gotta, I gotta, um, you know what I mean, come back and do sway. So then finally, uh, oh, Webby hit me. I was like, yo, um, will you come and do this? Um, Black Friday show. He always has a show on Black Friday in Connecticut, his hometown show. Yeah. Um, for the end of the tour, we always do the, all, I always have all, I was like, it's all good. He's like, I'll fly you out there. I was like, all right, cool. New York, right hour from Connecticut. I'm just gonna stay in New York, do some stuff. I hit up Sway like, yo, I'm coming to New York. He's like, come by on Tuesday. All right, so I did the Black Friday show on Friday, hung out in New York for a couple of days. And then, you know, it just worked out perfect time, you know? Your favorite yeah. rapper is full of shit. <laughs> Everything he's yeah. ever said is from a script. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That was a great you, way to, to, to yeah. You, you, <laughs> and, and, and and you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, you're not wrong. So many favorite rappers are are like it's like wrestling for them. Yo, one thing I want to say though, uh, like the big shout out to Chris Webby too. Of course, he holds Connecticut down. Um, one thing that he does, though, like, he has an amazing following as far as, like, his tour, like, the people that show up to his shows. Bro. Like, the crowd reaction, like, you don't you don't even see that from some of the, like, most popular rappers. Bro. The crowd goes crazy. crazy. First of all. I remember man. you were telling me that, and I, and yeah. I had to see it for myself. It's, bro, yeah. Webby, first of all, let me just say that Webby is one of the best human beings, period. Like, he is just super genuine. He fucking loves hip hop. You know what I'm saying? He's not on no bullshit. He's literally like loves just dope hip hop. And his fan base is so dedicated and so incredible. For him to bring me on tour and be like, yo, like, you want to rock on tour with me? It's like, yeah. To get exposure to his fan base is just like crazy. And they just show so much love. And bro, 
Chris Webby is so much bigger than what people know. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh no, no, for sure. Yeah, like he's just super humble and super. It's inspiring, man. It's just like, so that's why I got so much love for him. For him to just be like so down earth because there are rappers who not even, who can't even do that, and they act like they're bigger than what they are. You know what I'm saying? And for him to just be like super chill and just be like. <laughs> I just got nothing but respect for him, you know? But, but like, so like the, the thing that I respect too is like, you know, like you said, like he's really into like the culture, but like to have you and Annoyed, like who we, we hold in a yeah. very high regard. Shout out Annoyed, super dope. Yeah. yeah, we hold him in a high regard. So like- I heard, I heard songs from Annoyed that you guys have never heard because, you know, we were just on the, on the, in the bus. Yeah. And we were just in the, man, you know, cause Webby's manager um, or tour manager is Annoyed's manager. Okay. And he was just playing us all these songs, like, Annoyed is so incredibly talented. Like, not just rapping, he can fucking sing. He can sing, yeah. I mean, he's just <laughs> wow. like, he can like do all this shit. I'm like, yo, yeah. how is this not? I'm like, yo, why is this not like? Yeah, yeah. It's just we a often talk, of time, man. I yeah, think we just we, we we no, I was just saying we often talk about if rap was real, man. Like, if if you guys actually, if it was, you get all the bullshit and politics aside and just let rappers rap. And if it was just about the skill, man, yeah. so many dudes, like, like all the dudes that we talk to for them, you but know, or talk about. All the popular shit that people is doing, like all the shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, Annoy can do that. And he yeah. does it yeah. better and well. Like, yeah. he, he's just super dope. I just think it's a matter of time. I think just the right person is just something. Just got to, you know what I mean? But shout out Annoy. Like, he's just, just yeah. very dope. You know what I'm saying? When you look at the last, really, like, the last, like, I, I would say that you, Annoyed, um, and uh, what's my man's name? Uh, Marlon Kraft. Like, you, like, the last few yeah, ones. Marlon Kraft. The last few yeah. ones for Sway. Like, um, like he's, he's had more. Like, he's had, like, Sean Smith and, you know, whatever. But, like, yeah, like, those ones have, have stood out. And if you look at the views, like, those are the ones that are pe people really gravitate to. So, uh, salute to you guys for that. Yeah, um, well, uh, again, of course, we're talking to Locksmith now, uh, Bay Area representer, of course, a veteran in the game. Um, came out with two projects uh, in in 2018, Ali, and no question with uh, Bobby mm -hmm. Brown. Where 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 are we heading now? As we we heading to 2020, it's a, it's kind of crazy time right now. Like people are kind of like just trying to just figure out what's going on. In Sick like, with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, where, no where, forty. Yeah, like, yeah. Where, um, where are you with music? Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. What'd you say? No, I said just where, just as we head into this year. Um, you know, what are your plans as far as just like projects or? Um, you know, this year is a little different for me because, like I said last year, if, I mean, obviously Ali came out at the very end of 2018, so you know I was promoting it on tour. Um, I didn't do my own tour or anything but I was just doing a lot of shows and I just, I was like itching to record, but I was just like kind of, you know, being on the road is a lot. And it's, for me, it's hard to like try to record and you know what I mean? And or write yeah. while I'm on the road. Um, so when I finally got home, I just took some time to decompress. And after that sway um, freestyle, I was like, all right, what I want to talk about, you know, I just kind of let my gift gave myself time to get into the rhythm. Cause I had like all these emotions and things I wanted to do. So for the last, you know, since the top of the year, I just been in a groove, man. I just been just recording and just, um, 
yeah, I just been in a real groove of recording. And the, I would say this, the songs are very much reflective of what's happening right now. You know what I'm saying? I feel like my other songs, you know, part, part, they, they, you know they're more like kind of like personal. You know what I'm saying? Like about me. Whereas these songs, they're still about me, but it's about me and how I view everything that's going on because you can't get away from it. It's from yeah. politics to just society, just like everything that's going on. Um, all the songs that I've been writing are very much um, in that vein. And I've just been doing things a little different too. Like I've been since, and I don't know if this is, I guess it was conscious, but it was kind of unconscious because, like I said, because I was on the road so much and I was so busy, I was, instead of writing songs, I was thinking of the concepts. I was like, oh, I want to talk about this. So I'll be on the road and I would just like come up with concepts and the videos around the concepts. And then I would just stash it away. And I'd be like, okay. So then by the time it came actually time for me to write, I already had an idea of what I wanted to talk about. You know what I mean? So I already nope. knew what beats I wanted to pick or what beats I wanted to use or what I wanted to do. So now I'm just looking for something to complement the ideas that I already have. You know, so it made the process a little bit different. Whereas normally I'd be like, what does this beat make me feel? And then I would write to it. You know what I mean? Whereas now it's just like, I need, I got this idea. I got to find the, the thing that, you know what I mean? Compliments this idea. So, so and I, I started writing the choruses first. You know what I mean? Like was before I would, m most of the time I would start with like a verse. So now I would start with like the concept. Then I would get the beat and then I would, create the course or the theme first and then start so it's just like it was just a little bit of a different process um for me dope 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 yeah phil uh so as we head to towards the end of this conversation man i know you got a, a couple more questions you want to ask before we uh, get and, and I, I well i i well what i do want to do Vi, i think i think we 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 can play a little tit for tat okay yeah yeah um so uh, lot we got we wait, got, hold on uh, one second hold on one second do you think? Yeah, so once again, of course, is an edit point here. Uh, we're talking to Locksmith. Uh, incredible conversation so far, Phil, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, I, I like good conversations, man. You know what I mean? Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate Howdy it. Man. We, little, we appreciate uh, you. A little snack, man. <laughs> oh, man. No doubt. No. Go ahead. I, if, we, if we grabbing snacks, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a bit. <laughs> Uh, my yours are a lot better than mine. I got, yo, these things are really like drugs. Uh, pink lemonade, lemon head. Oh wow, oh, lemon head, fire. Pink lemonade, Jones. Mm. Yeah. But um, but no, no we, we, what you gonna say? We we got a thing that we do on the show called tip for tap. Okay. And it's a simple. You either pick this one or you pick that one. Okay. And uh, we gonna put you on the spot, man. So we we gonna see. All right, all right. So, Vod, if I say works of Mark from DJ Premier, you say uh, I'm gonna say, uh, of course, Pete Stramentos from from Pete Rock, and we're gonna ask Locke. Uh, wait, wait, wait. So you're gonna <laughs> say something, and I have to say something. So you gotta pick. You gotta pick between the two. Oh, okay. So you, all right. So you say, say it again. So I'm saying DJ Premier. My brother is saying Pete Rock. Just in terms of just like if you had a fa if you had a favorite DJ Premier, DJ Premier. Okay, okay. all right. Go these are all, these are 
yeah, th these are all things that, that people like to know just because, you know, when we talk about the greats and like some of the, the stuff of the culture, people are like, hmm, I wonder what, yeah, so. Um, of uh, okay. Um, some of us are a little out of left field. We'll ask you this. Um, sure. Uh, you're, you're eating now. So I was going to say, uh, as far as, uh, for food, would you rather have, uh, I'm going to say my favorite, uh, meal of the day is, is dinner. And Phil would say, <laughs> you, you gotta start the, you gotta start the day right with breakfast. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> and what would you say, Locke? Dinner. Dinner. See, see, <laughs> Phil. That's right. <laughs> man. All right. So if I say, I see you got a Wu-Tang shirt on. Mm -hmm. So I'm 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 gonna take ghost face killer and you got <laughs> I got Raekwon the chef. Um I got Jizzle, but I'll say ghost face. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, uh, okay curveball. This is my okay. this is my favorite Wu Tang clan member. Yeah. No doubt that that's respectable. Yeah, um no, that's, respect that's, he holders. Yeah, definitely. Jizzle uh -huh. is like Oh, and I got to, I, I met RZA too um, last year. That was a highlight in my life. Wow. <laughs> one hey, of the, high, one of the no, You you seem like somebody that should be on a Wu Tang beat. Yeah, I, I can hear you on some of the, some of the RZA Jones. <laughs> hey, me too. Um, I'm I'm gonna kick it to sports a little bit. Um, if okay. I if I if, if I say if I say uh you know my my favorite all time Golden State Warrior is uh is Tim Hardaway. Phil, who would you say? I'm gonna say the dip. Will Chamberlain, come on, man. Twenty <laughs> K and a hundred points. And then I'm gonna go, go, yeah. I'm gonna go, um, I'm gonna go with Tim Hardaway, man. Yeah, yeah. Run I knew you was gonna go with run, run TMC, change the game, man. Run TMC, man. That killer yeah. crossover. There you go, change the game. I, I I knew I wasn't going with with Will, but I mean, come on, <laughs> it's Philadelphia. Um, all right. So I, I got you. Favorite rap. All right, so we talking about Nas. So I'm, of course, I'm going to say Illmatic because that's just what I do. And Vod, you're going to say. I mean, we're talking about Nas projects. Um, I mean, favorites other than Illmatic. I mean, it was written has to be up there. Just as far as just the, like you said, the most creative LP to ever be put in stores. So, we say live. Yeah. Illmatic for sure. I mean, yeah, I Illmatic. love it was written. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Talk. It, how do you feel about that? Like in the in the I pantheon? Think it was written, I think it, it was written. I think it was written is a better. I mean, don't do it. Don't do a lot. I'm not gonna say it's better, <laughs> but because I feel like Illmatic is like, I feel like Illmatic is a perfect hip hop album. It is, yeah. It is. You know what I'm saying? There's a few perfect hip hop albums to me. Um, yeah. And I feel like Illmatic is just like, it's just time. It's just like a timeless thing, man. Yeah. Like. But it was written as fucking raw. He, he took so many <laughs> yeah. chances. He took so many chances on it was written too. Like yeah. he, he could have played. He could have played the safe route. I, yeah. I played. It was written more than Illmatic. And then when I got older, I went back and yeah. was like, Illmatic is the. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can see that. Definitely. I mean, Lauren Hill. If I ruled the world. I mean that video. Yeah. yeah. I gave you power. So, yeah. 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 I gave you power. It's crazy. Black girl lost. I love all them songs. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. The one with Mob D. Oh, oh yeah. live nigga rap. Live, live nigga rap. rap. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Oh well, well. Let's stay in Queens, Vi. Let's stay in Queens. Okay. And uh, we, you can help us settle a, a long going debate with, with <laughs> between us and our friends. Uh, lock. If 
if we say as a unit, if we say Midnight Marauders, our friends often say vibe. They all they always say that um, you know, much like Illmatic, um, Low End Theory could be considered to be pretty much perfect LP. Mm-hmm. What do so you, my knowledge, yeah, I'm not a huge tribe. Like I, I mean, I'm a fan of tribe, but I'm not like a. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the one that had um, who got jazz and and um, microphone that, check one two. One, yeah, that's 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 Lowen. That's Lowen. That's Lowen. Lowen is, is the one that I. Yeah, yeah. that's scenario and, um, jazz. Uh, yeah. Midnight Marauders was which one was Midnight Marauders? That, 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 that's that a electric tour. Yeah, electric relaxation. Yeah, no, no, it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, love. <laughs> that's what every but I, pound for pound yeah. when you when you when you say scenario. Check the rhyme and, on, and, and jazz. Yeah, yeah. it's it's in bugging I mean, out. Like yeah, yeah, when you when you when you say it, when you phrase it like that, yeah. yes. But in the like, se- in the sequence, and the reason why it's my album to kind of nerd out a little bit is because of the way that they sequence and they put um, Midnight Marauders together. I mean, it, it yeah, it's it, it's it, put together perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, so it, it, you can't go wrong. Which one has low end theories? Got the five mics though, right? They uh, both they, do, they both, I believe. Yeah, they both do. They yeah. both got five. I thought it was low end. Low, low end theory was first, right though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Low, low, end, low end theory, low end was, theory was yeah, Low end theory is the great. Everybody yeah. knows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's let's see. Um, let's see. All right. Phil, you're a Niners fan. You're not gonna ask me anything Niners related. Oh, oh you, you know was, you know I'm a Niners fan all day. Yeah. You know it was coming. Lock. Do you see the do you see the hat this dude has on? <laughs> Oh man! For for those who yeah. can't see, y'all, uh, anybody that knows the show knows I always got they, a Kansas City Chiefs. They know, it, yeah. but but to keep it keep it a hundred, I've known this dude for twenty years. He's always been a Kansas City Chiefs fan. That's Ooh. not new. Yeah, they ain't that's, that's worth nothing. So that's, that's right. no, no, that's right. That, that 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 that's a hundred percent love, and that's that's my guy. But I am since I was five years old been a San Francisco 40 and I'm from Philadelphia. You're not supposed to like anybody else but the Eagles. Yeah, I've been a 49ers crazy. fan. I've been a 49ers fan since I was five years old. So he's but he, he what's your birthday though? Four nine. He was my, destined. He was destined for it. My my birthday my birthday is four nine. And then uh so yeah. All right, so here we go. Tip for tat. More more very very key phrasing here. More important 49er. I'm always gonna say Jerry Rice. And I'm always gonna say Joe Montana. Jerry Rice. <laughs> Thank you, Lot. <laughs> Thank you, Lot. Jerry Rice for sure. That's the nah, goat. Nah, he's goat. a goat. Good, I mean, Joe Montana. I mean, really, Bill Walsh is the most important player. Hey, hey. <laughs> facts. Factual. But yeah. Jerry Rice. Architect. Yeah. I mean, Joe Montana, I mean, it's, that's, that's a hard one to say, but you got to think what Joe won. Did he won? He won two before Jerry? He won two before Jerry. Yes, sir. And then he Jerry won. 81 won. and 80 and 84. And then, and then Rice came in 85. Yeah. So they, and so, and he won one without Joe. Joe. He won one without Joe. Correct. Yeah. And then he went to another one with the, with the mother dudes across the, uh, <laughs> well, actually the, the Vegas guys, they're not even in the Bay no more. They Vegas. Wait a minute. So, all right. So, so Joe Montana has four. four Super Bowl rings. Yep. Correct. And Jerry Rice has three. 
three, correct. Yep. Yes. So one, 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 um, two with Montana, and one, and one with Young. Young, and one with Young. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I gotta, I gotta go with Jerry though. <laughs> yeah. The dynasty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. The dynasty. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah, no, nah, that 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 was perfect, man. It gives people a good insight into who you are. And, of course, this conversation will help you even more. We appreciate you taking time out to uh, talk to us, man, and give us so much of your history and be so forthcoming with everything. We really appreciate you a lot. Absolutely, man. you guys, man. This is a good conversation. And uh, I like having these conversations. And it's all love, man. Hopefully we can uh, do it again sometime, man. Yeah. Definitely. You have an open invite, man. So anytime you you wanna you wanna come rock with us, you wanna you wanna talk about a project, or you just wanna you just wanna talk about you know you know what's the what's the best meal of the day, you know it's it's whatever, uh you know you you, you oh, know, so, you're more than welcome. Oh, I'll tell you this one thing: since you're from Philly, um, I went to um, I finally had a cheesesteak in Philly, right? <laughs> I went to a couple places. You. Okay, no, let, there, me, let me I've hear. Been there, I've been there a few times. Okay, but right, and my brother, my brother, my brother lived in Philly for for what, ten, fifteen years? Like twelve years. Yeah, so yeah, All so right. he knows too. So go ahead. All right. So the first time I was in Philly, somebody they took me to Ishka Bibbles. Yes. Okay. 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 That's official. That's official. That's official. It was good. I was fine. Then the next time I was in Philly was a few years later, and my boy Chill Moody. Yeah. Okay. Chill Shout Moody out to Chill. Took, yeah, Chill took me to um Delasantros. What is yeah. it called? Yeah, that's that's my part of town. Now you speaking my language, baby. So I was like, okay, I was like, this is this is a fit. This is pretty good. I mean, I at that time I thought Ishka Bibbles was better than Delasandros the first time. So I went to that little small Ishka Bibbles. It used to be it was like a little small, small one. Yeah, it's on South Street, yeah. Yeah. All right. And then I had and then I had Delisandros and I was just like in my mind, I was like, all right, Ishka Bibbles was better to me, but that was so many years in between. So anyway. Yeah. Then fast forward to 2018, I'm on tour again and I go to Ishka Bibbles, but I, it was like a bigger one. It wasn't the same one, right? Okay. Is it two? No, they just expanded it. Like it just used to just be yeah. like a, a window. Well, it wasn't that good. I was like, this ain't that good. I was like, this ain't as good. Did you, yeah, did like, you like, cause like it's right across from the uh, TLA, which is like the, the theater the venue. and arts yeah, yeah. venue that a lot of people are. So a lot of people will go to Ishtabibbles cause literally you step off the tour bus and it's like right across the street. I was like, man, this ain't, I was like, this ain't that great. <laughs> so, I mean, it was cool, but it was kind of dry. And um, so anyway, cause I remember I was with my girlfriend at the time and she's like, yeah. this is kind of dry. I was like, yeah, it is. <laughs> so anyway, but it still was cool. So then this last time I finally got to go to what's the the two touristy places? No. Um, Gino's oh, and um, Gino's and Pat's. Pat's. And, and we were like, Say all it. right. Say so it. So I went, I went, I, I had both. So I got in line for Pat's. And then Gino's the one that's got like the big signs and the big like lights and shit, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Pat's. Yeah. I went in line to Pat's and then I went to Gino's. Pats is way better than me. I personally like Pats way better. That's just me. It was just fine. I, I love Pats. It was my favorite uh, cheesesteak. I, I mean, it, I, I fucking loved it. Like I, the, because in Gino's they don't um they don't, they don't they like, like chocolate like serve yeah. yeah. 
like with Pats, they chop it up real small, right? Yeah. yeah. And then Gino is just like slices. I'm like, what yeah, the fuck yeah. is this? So yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> but anyway, I <laughs> and, and I was just like, I don't, I don't really like this. And it, you know, uh, Pats, they got the provolone. And mm. It was just, it was just mm. fire. I just, I loved it. I fucked it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got we we got to get we got to get we got to get locked the maxes, man. We got to yeah. take them down. That's what I want to go to next. So that's, that's when I that's was the in, one. I walked by there. I was just like maxes. That's because that was the one that was like in Creed, right? Was that yep. was the one that yeah. was in Creed? Yep. I was like, I need to go to I need to go to maxes. So I, that's the one that I haven't been to this yet. Yeah. Now, now, now that's where I grew up at. That's like right around the corner. That's from, like the, that's know, like the people's champ. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, so but, but, but see, the, the other thing about it is, though, like, depending on where you are, like, where you're from, like, Philly's saying, like, different parts of the city, like, like, if you're from South Philly, you're probably, like, Max's isn't the same for you because yeah. you, didn't, you didn't grow up around that. So there's, like, yeah. places in South Philly that people go to and then the same thing, yeah. Northwest, Southwest. Yeah. But um, you, you've, you've had probably the four most popular ones. Yeah. 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 yeah, I just I just uh, haven't had Max's. That was the gems, one. Gems, Jim, gems is another one. Gems yeah. is another one I heard of. I haven't. Yeah, it's a couple blocks away from uh, Ishkabilis too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw Jim. Oh. Yeah, I saw it walking. I was like, oh, yeah. shit, find that. But I, before we go, I tell you one thing I do like about Philly, um, because I'm Muslim, so it was mad Muslim people. I was oh, yeah. like, I was at the mall sure. in the restaurant. I'm like, yo, a lot of black Muslim people. I'm like, yo, this is beautiful. Like, I, you know, what I mean, I'm not used to seeing this in California, like. Nah, pound oh, yeah. for pound, pound for pound is the most like in the country. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like, yo, like, ev like everybody black was Muslim. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know what I mean? I was just like, yo, this is love. So I, I really, uh, that was dope. So hopefully yeah. I'll get to spend more time out there. But yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Let me get up out of here, man. Yeah, yeah. yes, sir. Um, I appreciate you guys, man. Much love. We'll do it again. They do hip hop better than you. Oh, this is Tissy in the tape. Like that, Daddy. Like that, baby. There's a nigga from the west, but I represent the east I'm a motherfucking beast, blood dripping from my teeth Heavy breathing in the streets See, I spit liquid swords, so to samurai's me I'm the Smith and I be a tricks kiddo Quit your bumper clock climb, don't be a bitch kiddo You fuck around, I buck you down with single spit drizzle I catch you with your girl, make her be a bitch widow She like don't hurt him like you do See the shit you spit is sick That's why you serve it like the flu All these niggas sleeping on you They ain't heard the likes of you You done fucked around and murdered Everybody in my crew They like Verbally murder you Merging verses like vertebrae Serving rappers with purpose Like cursive words When I heard him say Locksmith three times and I appeared I done hooked up with ski beats The end is near World domination We figured the combination We picking the locks of the game Into the conversation You ain't gotta ask me Check the congregation They was sleeping on dude But now we we got him saying, world domination, we figured the combination, we picking the locks of the game, into the conversation, you ain't gotta ask me, check the congregation, they were sleeping on dude, but now we got him saying, not a backpacker, underground mad rapper, not a trapper, or any artist of that stature, the fact that I can rap's holding my stats backwards, I'ma dumb it down now, so I can give you that after, 
The last chapter, an epilogue of ethanol. You ain't talking shit if you ain't talking about a check involved. Check it, dog face, I'm all lace and ebony. The flow is AC, I spray D, so just let it be. Let it breathe, let it seed your uncommonness. My wordplay is snatch your breath away, oncologist. Dope is an overdose, the flow we in is ODM. Yo, BM, Tofalopian is full of opium. Look at the boat we in, the shit's late. I got the best mixtape, and I ain't even did a mixtape. This rate, I'm destined to be a legend. The bay is my prey, moment of silence for my brethren. World domination, we figured the combination. We picking the locks of the game, into the conversation. You ain't gotta ask me, check the congregation. They were sleeping on dude, but now we got them saying. World domination, we figured the combination. We picking the locks of the game, into the conversation. You ain't gotta ask me, check the congregation. They were sleeping on dude, but now we got them saying.